Thank you for tuning in to Talking Bay 94, the Star Wars podcast devoted to interviews with the cast, crew, and creators of a galaxy far, far away. I'm your host, Brandon Winerdy, and today is a special bonus episode with Adria Arjona, who plays Bix Colleen in the new series Andor, which premieres today. This is part of a roundtable interview with this very talented actress, starting with our friends from Pink Milk, then Holocron, then Jedi News, then myself. I hope you all enjoy, and I hope this is a nice companion to you watching these first three episodes of Andor. This is Talking Bay 94, episode 144. Adria Arjona. Hello, I'm Brian. Your character is both a boss and a leader, yet compassionate and loyal. Andor, like Rogue One, is a story of rebellion and leading an uprising against an antagonistic government. A lot of our listeners are queer, and we here in the United States are facing a government that is after our rights yet again. Is there anything you learned from your character about standing up against a a government? Yes, I think bravery, whether you are part of a movement or whether you are not specifically the one that's being an attack. And I I think Bix kind of does that. And it's at her own detriment. You know, I think she, she, I learned the definition of bravery through playing this character, which is you put someone else's needs in front of you and you defend that and you do whatever it is that you have to do. Even if you know that you'll get some backlash or that other people are not going to like you or whatever that may be, you understand that it's for greater good. Um, and sometimes it could be to our own detriment right um i feel that very much as a as a woman of color i feel i feel like we are also kind of an endangered species in this in, in in a way and and i feel like we're constantly being attacked and i've seen some incredible people that are not latin american women stand up for us and and that makes a big difference and and that is what i think and consider bravery and it's something that I learned from from Bix and even from the show itself you know everyone is they're at a cusp of a revolution oppression is so present you know it's so present you could feel it in the air you can taste it it's this thing that is so part of their lives and and there's a big question mark you know do you join a movement are you part of it do you take a step back are you brave enough to to make a difference? Do you not make a difference? What, what what is your role? And I think in society right now, we're all finding our roles within so many different things that are going on that are so unfair and 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 unequal and unfair. And and I said unfair, but I I feel like I should say unfair fifteen more times. <laughs> so that's a big question. Do you stand up? Do you not? And I think everyone's moral compass is is questioned when oppression comes in. You're like, wait, what is? Is it my turn to speak? Is it my turn to fight? Is it my, what do I, where do I stand? And I think it's what every character is going through in this in this show, and it's also what we're going through right now, right? You're like, you, you have all these questions and and you want to fight and you don't know how and you almost feel like you're beaten down because it's such a it's so much bigger than 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 us um and that's kind of the complexity of this show and it and it mirrors a lot of sort of what we're unfortunately kind of going through <laughs> hi we're george and josh with uh, star wars holocron it's really nice to to meet you and speak with you 2022 has been such a huge year for you and that you've joined the Marvel Universe with Morbius and now you're joining this other huge franchise with Andor. 
Um, I'm wondering if you could compare contrast the two experiences of working on that project compared to Andor and just generally what it's been like to join these two huge fandoms. You know, I have very different experiences and I'll tell you why, because I shot Morbius, you know, years ago. Um, and we shot in studio and we shot a little bit outside of studio. And in comparison to Andor, you know, when when I first walked onto set, I I was not expecting what I saw. It was like a, it was a set of and I kid you not, and I'm not exaggerating, maybe I'm under underselling it, but it was seven city blocks, like the set. It was outdoors. It was never indoors. If it rained in London, it rained in Fairfax. Um, and we had to sort of move around the elements. And I I had the amazing gift to be able to immerse myself in this city. It felt like it felt like I was there. I was part of it. You know, Fairfax existed. It was a real city. And it's so crazy to even talk about it because I, I really lived there for months. Um, so I kind of got the gift to imagine like where Bix goes for a drink after work, where does she go to a restaurant, you know, and, and I did, I walked into the restaurants and I would open drawers and there was things in them and, and everything was more Star Warsy than another, the props were just amazing. It was easier to sort of get myself into the world. I think it was shocking at first. You're like, oh, this is way bigger than I thought. What did I get myself into? God, how do I get out of it? It was kind of scary. And then the the more I was in Fairx, I was like, oh, this is where Bix belongs. This is where I am from. So it was easier and more immersive, I think, than, than for example, my role in, in Morbius. Very two different scales, obviously. Um, and then, you know, the fans, I got to meet, you know, the Marvel fans, which some of them are kind of intertwined and, and I could feel the excitement. And then, you know, I went off and did a movie and kind of heard nothing about, I had no Wi-Fi in Merida in Mexico. I, I heard nothing about anything. Maybe that was a good thing. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, I, I do D23 where I stand on stage and there's 7,000 people and I finally get to put a face of to the reason why I did the show to begin with. You never get to experience that as an actor, you know, we're incredibly shy. We live in like our little bubble. We act in this tiny little thing. We're not meant to be in front of 7,000 people, you know? So that I think is an experience that only happens when you're working with Disney or when you're working with Star Wars. And it's a day I will never forget. I almost felt like, I felt like a musician and I, and I, it was so nerve wracking, but then seeing faces and seeing the excitement sort of grounded me was like, oh my God, people like it. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, I'm James from Jedi News. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about your experience about walking onto the set for the first time, walking onto Ferrix for the first time. You've, you've, you've spoken a lot about that. So I wanted to know what about Star Wars did you know coming into this project and what did you expect to see when you walked on set? I, I was a big fan um, from before. I've I've always loved Star Wars. I think I watched them a little too young, and I and I sort of rewatched a lot of it before before joining the the the, the show. And and you know I was like, oh wow, I missed a lot of it. <laughs> um, and and you know I think reading the scripts and and Tony is so smart when it comes to, I think in Marvel and in Star Wars, everything's so secretive and, and you kind of don't know anything about any, you don't get a script, you get an outline, you you, you get like little glimpses. And, and Tony was like, no, I don't do things like that. 
I think knowledge is power. And he, I even before I got the role, he was like, okay, so this is what your character is going to go through all in season one. And I was like, that is fascinating. Thank you. Because then I can start imagining and start getting to work. And and he also does this thing where everything's, you know, he's like, yeah, Ferrex. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty big. The set is, is big. And so I'm imagining, you know, like a studio set. I can never imagine a city that, that just doesn't cross my mind. I've never seen it. I've never been in it. Like it, 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 it's beyond me. So the first day of rehearsal that we rehearsed the opening scene where you first get introduced to Bix, I remember walking in and I was in shock. I couldn't, I couldn't even do the scene. I was like, Gip, can I need like a couple minutes? Like, what are we? So I have my whole cell yard. Like it was my office and my apartment, then the whole yard. It was filmable 360. You know, there was times where they were like, run. And I go, where? Wherever you want. The camera will follow. Because it was all I could. I was the owner of my of my destiny, kind of. And, and as an actor, you don't really get that as much because so many things are like, wait, the green screen ends there or this ends here. And it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at, at all. I, I had complete freedom, which I think the first day was was a rehearsal was so scary, it was so nerve wracking because I had never seen anything like that and it kind of hit home I was like holy shit I'm in Star Wars oh man <laughs> you know it's like this you get this like realization and you know that and you're going to be part of history you know it's so much more than just being in any other show or movie you're, you're part of cinematic history the second you're in a Star Wars so that's when it hit me I hadn't thought about it before I should have I didn't. Um, and then Diego, you know, Diego's already been in Star Wars and had, has played this character. So he kind of was like, it's good. It's okay. What you're going through is normal. Um, and then, you know, the next day I, it was time to shoot and it was like, all right, now I'm going to embrace this instead of being scared or, you know, nervous about it. It's time for me to be like, this is my town. Um, and that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Hi, Audrey. I'm Brandon from Talking Day 94. So glad to talk to you. I'd be interested to know just what drew you to this role. And did you find inspiration from any characters that had come before Bix in Star Wars or otherwise while you were preparing? Well, I think Tony Gilbert was my first. I hadn't, I don't, I didn't know anything about Bix. I didn't even know her name. So I think Tony was my first in was, yes, if he's writing this, this is going to be cool. It's going to be complex and interesting and different and and he's going to break boundaries and it's going to be truthful and, and and grounded which it is and i think when i read it for the first time i was i was fascinated with big's journey which i wish we were speaking months from now so i can actually dive into it a little bit more but even in the first three episodes you know she goes through it she goes through a whole you you meet someone very different in, in in episode three, and I think her her bravery, like I had mentioned before, was something that drew me into her, and exploring that and defining that for myself as well was super interesting. Um, and I like the fact that she's not tough, that she's strong, and that she's, you know, she's not trying to mimic a man. She's just, you know, she's cool like that. She's a boss and and runs her cell yard and is incredibly stable until Cassian comes into her life. And it's kind of this habit that you can, the second you 
you you meet them, you're like, oh, she's pissed that he's here, but also kind of happy. And so that dynamic was, I was like, oh, I'm dying to play that, especially with with Diego, who had already explored, you know, has this, explored this character. So that was really, that was really interesting and and just fun. And as the show keeps going, more and more things you'll be able to tell really why I why I really wanted to play this part. And for inspiration, you know, I, I drew from. I tend to draw from uh, the closer I draw from the the more it works for me. That's just me, and I'm weird. Um, I can't draw from existing characters. I can't because I don't. You know, I can. I feel like I'll end up mimicking them, or 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 I want to sit down and have dinner with them and I can't because it's a character and that would be crazy. Um, so I, I drew a lot from my, from my grandmother, actually, she's Guatemalan and a fierce, fierce woman. Um, she was an immigrant and crossed the border and, and, and started making toys for little kids while her kids were being tanned by someone else, just so she can pay her cousin's debt. It wasn't even her own debt. And I'm like, that's Bix. That's, that's her. That's that's exactly what Bix would do, and it's exactly what Bix does with Cassian. You know, puts him first in ways, and and puts a lot of other things first because she understands her placement in history. And she was a mean bargainer. I would never, I would never wanted to be on the other side of my grandmother's bargaining. I'm like, you're stealing. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is <laughs> you're not even negotiating at this point. You're stealing, and I think that's what Bix does. And I think so. That's why people respect her. People don't want to. People don't want to mess with Bix, even though she's incredibly approachable and kind. She still she has an a side to her that is is really strong. I'm like I wouldn't want to mess with her. <laughs> so you. nice talking to you all. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you so much to Audrey for being so fantastic, as well as Lucasfilm for helping to coordinate this interview. In case you missed our previous interviews with the cast of Andor, including Diego Luna and Genevieve O'Reilly, the link to that episode is in the show notes. More episodes are coming very soon, and reach out on social if you have anyone that you want to hear on the show. If you're enjoying it, please head to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to these episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review. It really just means the world. That's all for now. Until next episode, stay tuned, leave that five-star review, and may the Force be with you.